Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Buffalo Bills or Bust, the podcast dedicated to all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Tom Murphy. Join in as we talk about the Buffalo Bills, of course, and also the other 31 teams in the league that will watch us win the Super Bowl or bust. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. And welcome again to the Buffalo Bills or Bust podcast. I'm Tom Murphy. And how about those Buffalo Bills? Pretty uh, good. I am, yeah. I am joined today by my good buddy, Jason Thurston, a lifelong Buffalo Bills fan. What a game today, huh? That's, yeah. Yeah. A win is a win is a win is a win. I feel like I've been saying that little uh, trope uh, over and over again, but. As long as it's a win, I'm very happy for that. Ten and three is great. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, we hope, uh, like, I, I got used so much to us, like, winning every game by 30, mm-hmm. you know, like last year, every time we win. Nowadays, it's just like, let's just win by one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing. They're making a whole big thing about how we weren't winning any close games. And so I guess this is a good thing. At least that kind of subverts that notion. So... <laughs> Oh, absolutely! Yeah, we're winning way too many close games. <laughs> uh, let's let's stop that. Yeah, let's 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 reverse that. We, we should exactly. look at that. I know. Yeah, I mean, and as of now, we are still the one seed in the AFC for at least another six days. The beautiful thing. <laughs> absolutely, you know, and we just have uh, we have a couple games while we currently record this. We have a couple games to wait for, you know, to see if we yeah. lose anything. Looks like the Chiefs are going to win, but. Like who yeah, wins. that does not look like a uh, healthy matchup at all. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. For a second, I thought, okay, maybe Denver. It's a uh, you know, it's a division matchup. It could be dicey, but you could just sort of see. I watched a few plays of it, and you could see that there was really no no chance. They look kind of drought billsy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. That was just a given. You know, you just kind of hope for the best. But as long as we do our part. Everything yes. will uh, face it. It's just one week at a time, as I always say. I feel like you got to sort of uh, presume the win. Because uh, if you don't win, what's the point? If you can't win, the right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah. It's, uh, sometimes I find it a little, uh, you know, uh, you know, I find it a little futile to just, you <laughs> know, root for, a, like, root for another team to lose. It's I always... Like, worry karmically on that because it feels like when i say okay well the dolphins are playing this team and maybe they'll have a chance that they'll fall apart it it always seemed to um jinx the bills <laughs> oh yeah for sure i mean it's like last sunday with all of those teams losing yeah. it was like that never happens to us that was beautiful that almost felt better than in a way i don't want to say it's better than watching a game because i'm a bills fan and that's really what i'm all about in football is being a bills fan but uh, there was something to be said for being able to have a few drinks, get relaxed, and watch games that there wasn't the same level of... You didn't have to worry about the Bills doing bad. You knew that uh, that, that the worst-case scenario, you know, it goes as expected, yeah. and it didn't go as expected, and yeah, that just, was lovely. You just, hope, you just hope for us to do our part, yeah. and then let the chips fall where they lay. And, and it was dominoes. It was just they fell one by one, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Loved it. But, uh, yeah, we're both riding on a high right now, of course, yeah. because this game went the way we had hoped. Oh, well, at least the, the uh, win. Yeah, exactly. Like, we got the W. Uh, yeah. 
you know, when you we like before the game, you see like we win twenty to like twenty to twelve. You're kind of like ah, like uh, we should have won by more. But like when it, when it's actually happening, you're just like, oh my god, thank God we won by that. Much. Thank God we won by eight. Yeah. I mean, for my heart, I would really rather that we win by 30 or 40 points every time. But there is something that just could be said about that rush of uh, of a win that was hard fought for. Or I think in this case, even though the fact that it was ugly, that almost oh, yeah. made it better. That almost made it more mm-hmm. important in the long run. Uh, I feel like the fact that you can put this game in the win column, they were out, uh, out, ru- not rushed. They were out yardaged. So I'm like 309 to 232, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we usually I, lose yeah, games like that. they don't, they're not in the deficit on that one. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it almost feels, it didn't feel like we stole this game, but in a way you could say we stole this game. Yeah, no, yeah, I can see that. Like, uh, considering, like, it seemed at times where we were going to, uh, absolutely kind of give it away like we did with the Vikings game. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like the block, the blocked punt, <laughs> which we will get to later, yes. of course. But like, it was just like, Oh, is this that turning point? The weird thing about that punt? Um, I don't know. I we should wait for later on this one, but was that you said it at one point and I sort of felt in the background was that at the time it felt bad. It felt almost like a billsy play, but in the long run, if they had actually kicked it away, the jets would have had, better field position. It was still mm-hmm. a two-score game, albeit an 11-point game, but you still got a lot of different moving parts. And we wound up getting the ball in much better position, field position than we would have otherwise. Or they got it in much worse field position. Than oh, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. The two like the two points almost seemed insignificant. Like, at yeah. first, like, especially the angle, you're like, oh my god, where, where's that ball at? And then <laughs> it's a completely different game. I had to stop myself from typing so many times uh, to oh. not get it. <laughs> Not that I'm superstitious oh, yeah. at all, but I'm superstitious. So, and we could also add that, like you and I, Jason, we've been friends for 12 years. Yes. We probably share about what, like, we share about a thousand text messages during the week, yeah. and probably <laughs> half of those are during game time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's crazy. But in commentary, yeah. So we can uh, let, let's just start kind of from the beginning of this game. Sure. You know, we uh, we get the we get the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started, you know, kind of typical, like, you know, <laughs> play calling. And Alan misses the Alan misses digs wide open on third down. Yeah, yeah. And that was sort of a start of like the beginning of the game. I mean, they were showing the uh, the stats from his last game, and you know, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, two hundred and something yards. And I'm saying like, he's not going to do that again. It's a, you know, it's I, I don't think the Jets defense yeah. is amazing. Uh, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. But, they're not the throwaway team they were for the past, uh, you know, few years. Yeah. You know, you still think like a, a couple of weeks ago when we lose to the Jets, it's like, like, what the fuck? We lost to the Jets. You know, now it's kind of like, wow, we beat the Jets. <laughs> well, it was almost like at the beginning of the game, they were talking about them uh, in, in tones as if they were the favorite at a certain point, where it's like the Jets could get a sweep of the season series with the Bills. And then oh, yeah. they in this position and through the whole game. I mean, I'm, I tend to be, yes, a little overly sensitive about how they, they're portrayed in a game. Uh, but I did what? feel like really? you, you get sensitive, about, uh, sensitive mm-hmm. about, uh, you getting sensitive about the commentary. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, I do have to say, uh, I was going to mention this, uh, you know, later, but yeah, Tony Romo, Tony Romo actually seems to love the bills. He loves the bills, but I think there's something about a narrative that he uh 
that he falls into a little bit. But I mean, yeah. he did say a few times he did call the Bills the best team in football. So I can't oh, really yeah. do completely. He's nice. He's nicer. He's nicer to a lot of our players than I am. Yeah. To them. It was and, more that he was getting so excited about the idea, the concept of a Mike White. Oh, Mike White could do this, oh, and then he'll become a, a, a superstar in the NFL for the rest of the year. His, his name will be cast. And, and to, to, to his credit, Mike White looked really good in the game against a very good defense at times. Yeah, yeah. really was a over, overstatement, but you know, like better, better than we would have liked. I would say, you know, it was just. Uh, you know, he looked good. Like he looked good, but uh, you know, like I, I wasn't like scared of him. You know, he's no, uh, you know, it's no Joe Burrow out there. <laughs> I'll have to play it off a little bit because I missed some of that. The uh, internet went out here for a little bit. I apologize. Oh, it's all good. But yeah. no, it's like you were saying, Mike. You know, Mike White looked really good. I mean, it's you know, he looked good enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can know. see where he could be a superstar in the future. Is way is what I got from that. And yeah. I, I didn't feel like the Bills were playing him poorly. There were a few catches where Trey White was right on his man. Dane Jackson even was right on his man. But he just got it in that window to Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson looks like he is an emerging superstar in the league. He's just somebody that's hard to cover. He's like Diggs uh, in the route running where it's just yeah. it's almost impossible even for somebody like Trey White. And Trey White was a little slowed down by the eight. You could see that he was still oh, absolutely. not quote, totally 100%. But... Um, you can see where Garrett Wilson is going to be a nightmare. So even holding him to what we did, like no overly killer plays, uh, mm-hmm. I think was a bit of a success. Yeah, that that play where he just runs that like kind of post right over the middle, it's like clockwork for them. Yeah. You get the ball out quick to him, and it's like that's something we're going to have to worry about for years. Yeah, yeah. No, he is going to be uh, – I don't remember when I, was, when I was a kid, Al Toon was the uh, – <laughs> I hated to see uh, yes. there. Um, I remember good old Al Toon from the football cards. <laughs> Wilson's and, much better than Toon, but that was how really, I felt about Toon at the time. <laughs> I feel all the I feel all the players nowadays are just so much better than uh, yeah. they were back back then. But it's like you know we still compare them. You know we yeah. still compare players like oh yeah it was like you know like <laughs> Al Toon back then, but like Al Al Toon right now he'd be like a number he'd be a number six receiver on probably the, uh, like Lions. <laughs> That's wise, anyway, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, would say, yeah. So it's like, and we do have to say with the first half, it was just crazy. We, you know, it was no, no scoring until the last drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we tend to joke about how like Sam Martin never gets on the field, the punter. Yeah. And he was like, like yeah, Seven five, five yeah. Did five punts. Most of them were just fantastic. And, uh, you know, but we were doing our, we were doing, we did our job on defense, mm-hmm. you know, mostly like we held them to a few first downs. They did much better on offense than we did for sure. Yeah. So it almost felt like the dam would start. I was a little worried that the dam would break on their side first. Uh, it felt like they were starting to get up, get some drive that would get some first downs. We got a couple third downs, uh, conversions. Uh, but it didn't work out that way. They were able to at least, like the, the defense was able to hold it for a while, hold it down, and uh, mm. make sure that uh, they were, that even as the offense sputtered a bit against a defense that I think is 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 one of the better, uh, perhaps a future elite defense in the NFL. Uh, oh, yeah. They were well, able to. Thing, yeah. They absolutely kind of take us out of our rhythm. Uh, yes. You know, the Allen, the Allen designed runs, which works so well, uh, they just um, 
that's that's just not something we can do against the Jets. Yeah. They're completely prepared for it. Anytime Allen does a uh, run, it's usually where it's like, yep, he sees an opening and he just goes. Yeah. Like he has, he always says, he's like green light. You know, <laughs> let's just go. No, it's, and, it's, uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but like yeah, he you know he gets these um, you know it seems like they tried a few like designed runs and it was just like bam, they got him like right away. Like almost everything yeah, did that. Yeah, no, those yeah, like those reverses to McKenzie and mm-hmm. such. You know, like they actually were like they were well executed by us, but like bam, stopped him in like five yards. There was a James Cook run which I thought was designed perfectly. It was an end around. And I think against most other defenses, they would have gotten a first down and they were lucky that they were not blown up in the backfield for a five yard loss. It was almost, I could almost give Cook some credit for getting either a, a zero yard or one yard gain on, on the, uh, on the play. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, that seems to be a, t- like, uh, a big credit to our, uh, running backs. I sometimes feel, and it's yeah. always, it's always like a, uh. I know it's always a bittersweet moment where like, wow, he got like one yard, which should have been like a three yard loss. And well, James like, Cook had four carries for six yards and I'm not remotely worried about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, he, he earned I, those six yards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, uh, you know, it wasn't like Zach Moss, like getting the ball and then like deciding, <laughs> you know, thinking he's Le'Veon Bell, like, Oh, where do I run? And then bam, you know, <laughs> maybe the 20th move will be the one that gets him uh, to daylight. Exactly. Yeah. Let me just, let How me just Moss? yeah. How's Moss yeah, doing in uh, in Indianapolis? Don't don't know. Don't care. <laughs> That's probably the right answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm Singletary, uh, on the other hand, I thought uh, there was one he he almost he did not feel like he was used much at all. He got 4.9 uh, yards per carry, uh, but there was one, there was one run that I think it changed. Almost was a it changed a drive where you saw the value of Singletary. And it's almost a good balance because. Singletary is not getting these huge games, these huge statistics, uh, but he has key moments where he'll take five or six for his size. It's amazing. This is amazing. He'll take five or six uh, backs and just move them back and get 16 yards out of what you thought would be a five yard game. Oh yeah. Like, even though it only happens all, maybe they'll keep his price down and we'll be able to keep him in uh, 2020. Oh, exactly. Yes. No, I always like the, uh, I like the afford the affordability uh, yeah. quality of players. <laughs> and uh you know it's like yeah it's i'm not holding out too much hope because i know there are you know there are definitely defenses out there who look at singletary like the runs we see where he's this five seven guy he's like you know yeah. he's the size of like uh you know he's the size of like some of my teenage cousins <laughs> <laughs> and he's dragging like he's dragging guys twice his size yeah you know yards and so when it's like you know, yeah. coaches like other like other coaches and scouts are seeing that and being like yeah this is you know, this is a situational player we could use. He's at least as good as Chase Edmonds, who got a, what, $6.5 million a year, I believe. He had the highest mm-hmm. contract in the offseason. The one positive is that there are supposed to be a lot of running backs on the market. Uh, Saquon Barkley at all. And mm-hmm. hopefully he'll get lost somehow in the shuffle. I'm not counting on it, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, uh, it's like with all the with all the players we you know we're constantly talking about the other players we have to sign. Yeah. Uh, well, this can go into like the uh, you know how great the defense was today. Oh, that's uh, a thing. Yeah, that's that's to me yeah. the takeaway. Obviously, Tremaine Edmonds, who has been probably the most polarizing player. Yes, Tremaine Edmonds been like probably the most polarizing player mm-hmm. on uh, the Bills for the past few years, and he started. I think people are really starting to see his value. 
Yeah, you see a lot less, uh, I don't want to say hit pieces, but hit tweets on him these days. If you mention, at one point last year, if you mentioned Edmonds' name, anything positive about him on Twitter, you would just ratio. (laughs) You would feel the ratio. And you would. Just and I know you. Yeah, you've always, you've always been a you've been a very staunch Tremaine Edmonds supporter. I've I've never been anti Edmonds. I think you, as you know, with me with Edmonds, I was just kind of like, he's going to command a high price tag. Yeah. Is is he going to be worth it? Is he that like? Uh, is he that um, like non expendable? And that's and why I almost yeah like, yeah that's why I almost, like he's absolutely not expendable at this point. Yeah, yeah, and that's where. Um, well, well, one thing, one of the uh, um, one of the things that I'll always sort of almost bring myself back down to earth when I think I know every something about Edmonds and think he's I know more than these people about Edmonds is ultimately uh, I trust the process with him. Whatever Bean says, if Bean and McDermott know whether he's performing in their in their defense what he adds to that defense and i suspect that a lot of it a lot of his play a lot of it well there's um do you watch the the show the tv show inside man by any chance if it's stanley tucci uh, i do not i, I do not I, I do but i do know stanley tucci and i love him yeah stanley tucci plays a um this uh, uh this convict who's also amazing at solving crimes he's on death row but he is an expert crime solver and one of the things that he says that he uh, brings up as a point that I thought was a brilliant scene, uh, a great line, was that we're trained to see what is there and miss what's not there. And there's one point where he's watching this uh, this video of a guy who disappeared. And uh, he, the, the whole point, it's not that he disappeared. It's, what, it's, it's not what you see uh, that will give you the hint. It's what's not there. What's missing? What are you not seeing? And I think that's something with Edmonds uh, yeah. that he that he does is his importance is seen mostly when he's not there. And when he's mm-hmm. playing, it's hard to see what he takes away in the middle. You don't notice that the quarterback is not throwing to the tight end for like a 10, 15, 20-yard route. You don't notice that they're trying to throw to the sidelines because you know, you're getting lighter, uh, shorter routes because they know that Edmonds commands the field. And that, I think, is really where it turned the corner. Oddly enough, ironically, because he was injured, I think that might have been the final... Uh, I don't want to say final straw because that sounds negative. Uh, the final straw that, that that broke down, let's say, the Edmonds haters because okay. in the two games that he missed, you could see that the opponents could just feast in the middle. You saw I, as I was watching the Browns game, hmm. every other play, um, you you would see uh, Brissett, who's you know not a great quarterback, who the Bills have owned. You could see where he was feasting in the middle there, that they would get the extra few yards on the run, a run that they might not have tried had Edmonds been there. Oh, yeah. No, when uh, Edmonds is out, you just notice the middle of the field just seems, you know, a lot more wide open. Because we're all missing the- our inside man, as you would yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. That brings it right around to the uh, the callback. Okay. Full, full, cir- full circle. Full circle, yes. Time exactly. is a flat circle. I, think, as I don't know if he ever had really had a nickname, but yeah, now he can be known as the inside man. The inside man. That would be a great Let's just call him Stanley Tucci. 
<laughs> and everybody loves Stanley Tucci. So I would uh, be hard Tremaine pressed to find haters for Stanley Tucci. Tremaine Tucci Edmonds. <laughs> like we, we have, uh, we have absolutely trademarked that one. Tucci gang, Tucci gang. Tucci gang. Yes. Tucci Edmonds gang. gang, Edmonds gang. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he had a great, like, you know, speaking of defense, he had a great game. Uh, mm-hmm. My God. Rousseau. Oh, geez. <laughs> you look across his stat line and it's all small numbers, but there's so many of them. He had two QB hits. He had a tackle for loss. He had two sacks. And the first sack was kind of one of those sacks that people would criticize him for in college, that he would just come up and clean things up. But the other was just, he destroyed. And you saw him oh, in the back all game. <laughs> You know, and uh, he had another batted ball. It seems like they yeah. have to they have to have that as almost like a you know full time stat now. Yes, so <laughs> yeah, it seems like he has one of those a game. It's I mean, become more of a stat recently. I think. I think it's something that's become a bigger part of the game. I think. I think it's more. I think it's more of a stat on the uh, websites we uh, or like the outlets we see. You know, mm-hmm. it's like not something you'll see on really so much on like CBS or you know Fox, <laughs> but it's still. Uh, I mean, it's it's so it's so huge. We had a couple of those today, but Rousseau, and it's like comes back to like the injury to Miller, uh-huh. uh, yeah. which, uh, and it seems like the past two weeks without Von Miller, it seems like uh, like they're all um, like Von Miller is somehow playing vicariously through this defensive line. The defensive line has just been absolutely incredible. Yeah, the past two games and two I- and two division games that we had to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially with, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I, you know, I don't want to start talking negatively about players on this first show that we have. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've been a little less, uh, you know, a uh, little hard on AJ Epinesa. Mm-hmm. Of course, that would yeah. be fair to say. I've been hard. I've been hard on him. I was very excited. You remember I, how excited I was, was when we drafted him. Like I literally texted you during the pandemic. No, you, you screamed at me on the phone. <laughs> I got a drunken message. It was awesome. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. and uh, AJ Epineza. You know, okay, it was, uh, and we got him. We got him in the second round, which was just perfect. Uh, he's yeah. like absolutely really come on the past two mm-hmm. games, two sacks. He now has five and a half on the season. Like I think quintupling his <laughs> uh, quintupling his uh, career. Yeah, uh, short his short career numbers, uh, and but it's just great to see, you know, especially going forward, you know, like we we didn't have Von Miller last year, and we were still mm-hmm. a Super Bowl contender, and now like he's out he's out for the year. It's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, to me, it's, a, it's I think they can overcome it because I think because they were the they were the Super Bowl favorites when they got Miller, and Miller just sort of threw it through the roof. Uh, I think the Miller was an amazing. Uh, signing particularly in that it was so thoughtful it was the idea that he'd come in he got a great nickname as you're talking about the closer and that's closer. important and i still think they can win and be fine i don't think it completely derails them but what i really don't like about it is is i don't know i'm a fan of narrative i kind of love in sports the stories behind things and bringing in miller the idea of him coming in uh and and being that guy who if we had had him in the kc game the 13 seconds might not even be a thing. He might have been, he would, and he he oh, would yeah. got to do this. And in the KC game, he came in and he had two key moments where he, the one where he stopped Mahomes um, when he was running around and you knew at that point, mm-hmm. every Bill's instinct in me said that Mahomes oh, yeah. is going to get away, throw a touchdown. Yeah. And we've seen the story. We've seen the story before. 
Yeah, it's the story. We've seen this before. We know what happens here. And then all of a sudden, at the last second, Von Miller comes in, gets him by the foot, and you're like, yeah, that's why we got him. It was like, it was like a great script coming out of frame and just like, bam. That's where the narrative worked so well. Absolutely. And that's where I really am hitting the heart with the loss of Miller for the season. On that note, can I actually ask, um, This is, I'm wondering if this is something that I saw or if it's like, because I feel like this is something that the cover one guys, people like that, will tell me I'm completely crazy on this. But I wondered before this game with the loss of Miller, part of having Von Miller there, what it helped was that they could use, particularly while Trey White was out, they could use four, um, four men, a four-man rush. They didn't have to blitz. Mm-hmm. In this game, that we blitzed a lot more. It's and uh, it worked very well for Russo. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we blitzed. We blitzed more than we. Uh, yeah. Like half all season, we're a non-blitzing team, and we were blitzing a lot today. The one great one was where Tremaine Edmonds. I know Tremaine Edmonds, <laughs> but Tremaine Edmonds came in and just <laughs> annihilated White. And oh yeah. Oh no, I saw. And he he got he, White got rid of the ball, but I just imagine like Tremaine Edmonds being six foot six and just like this, you know, like two <laughs> percent body fat, just like gunning down on you. you just, like, yeah. just imagine what like Mike White was like going through, like going through his mind, and he was already taking beating at that point. Yeah. And it's just like oh god, like you, you just like he was just like don't. He just <laughs> got rid of that ball as soon as he could, and. uh but yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, we were talking about like Von Miller, like the closer. We already have uh, Tremaine Edmonds as Stanley Tucci. Is like, sh- yeah. I don't think Von Miller would appreciate the uh, nickname Kyra Cedric. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Jackson. I forget the what the character name is. Brenda Lee Jackson, I believe. Brenda Lee. Wow, that's a great name. I never watched that show. <laughs> so I remember. Remember. I remember more from a Bob's Burgers uh, joke, like a cutaway Bob's Burgers joke, where uh, uh, what's her, Louise uh, Belcher. Uh, is trying to get backstage to see Boys to For Now, the boy band that she loves. And one of the many little cutaway gags is uh, she run, she says, I'm Brenda Lee Jackson, and I'm here to solve a murder. And that actually made me watch the whole uh, uh, binge the show. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I may have seen that thing, and I was just like, I, I, I was probably like, I probably watched an episode, and I was like, I don't get this joke. <laughs> I, I obviously need to start watching more TV. Oh, yes. Everything can be solved by watching much more television. Kids at home, watch more television. Exactly, yes. Instead of <laughs> instead of watching uh, Bill's Game highlights from two years ago, you should probably be watching more uh, Hulu. So the rest of the half, we're still like kind of in like the zero, like zero, zero phase. Yeah. Um, then we start to get uh, these play the plays that are going to be the highlight reels yeah. of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember? Um, <laughs> The uh, we uh, Josh Allen and his hurdling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how I feel about. Yeah. You know how I feel about the hurdling. Uh, I don't want it to become something that becomes a you know a bad thing. It's, but I know how you feel too. And can I, one thing I'll say about Josh Allen is like a um, a great actor in a Moliere play <laughs> or a uh, what WWE superstar. He knows how to take a fall. I think he's proven that he knows how to hit the floor and and not. Uh, I don't. Want, I hope this is not something that I'm going to regret saying at some point. But it kind of sets him for a brand. Uh, I think it also instills this crazy fear in the defense that they know that might happen. Mm-hmm. They have to account oh, for yeah. it, and he might take your soul. Oh yeah. Oh no, absolutely. It's uh, 
yeah, it's it's getting to this point like and this was an ugly, ugly hurdle uh, every time. The first time when he did it against Minnesota, it was uh, just um, like like fantastic. His third game might, was like, oh, that was what we needed. We might now have something he, here. Yeah. And now when he does it, it's just like, oh, my God, please. Don't right, Josh. It's like you're just waiting for him to like fall like the wrong way. And today's, yeah. today's hurdle especially was just like helicopter boom. But, you know, this guy, <laughs> this Double guy hurdle. Just, yeah, he's just incredible. And, it uh, might have been his best hurdle, but it was his scariest hurdle. So, well, yeah, ugliest and scariest. Oh, for sure. But and also it came at a it came at a perfect time. Yes. You know, we needed it. We didn't, uh, you know, we we didn't do much with it afterwards. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> you know, we go we go to the uh, drive right before the half. Yes. Which was uh, it was you know we we love the whole like player of the week, player of the month thing. Yeah. Dalton Knox gets player of the drive <laughs> on that one. He kept yeah. it alive earlier on too, right? There was a he had a like a small pass early on, like the, that started the drive. Uh yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, was a yeah. Can't exactly remember that right now. Admittedly, but, I, you know, I'm on my fifth rank, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's uh no, of course. I mean it's it's celebration Sunday for sure. Yes. But uh Sorry, Dawson Knox, fourth and one. I'm I'm definitely expecting like they're just trying to draw him off sides. Not going to happen. They uh, Dawson Knox comes over, gets right behind center, and CJ Mosley like hurdled this line. Uh, I did not believe absolute it. professional, an absolute professional. Like all he, people, he just went like it was like he just panicked and just went bam, hit him, gave us yeah. the first down, and then just like play plays later. Uh, you know, pass to Knox, uh, right, makes exactly. a great flip that I'm like thinking, ah, that's going to be at the one inch line, but what a play you see yeah. on the replay. It's just like, uh, it was a work of art. He just gets that ball right over the goal line. Yeah. He's going backwards. He just barely went over it and in real time. And plus, I think it's another one of those things where it's like a, almost like a, a um, an expectation and ne- unfortunately a negative expectation. Knox has a tendency to make an amazing play for like a 20, 30 yard catch right at the goal line and just get called short. And I've seen, I think three or four different times he's had touchdowns overturned uh, mm-hmm. and it works out. Okay. But it's kind of interesting because he gets a lot of touchdowns as it is. And still. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, he, uh, yeah, no, it was just great. And it's also like the entire, uh, you know, narrative this year. He hasn't had the greatest year. Some obviously some personal tragedy early in the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It's just so great for him to have like two yeah. huge moments right before the half, and also the seven nothing. It almost felt like twenty one nothing at that point. The way the game had been going. Yeah. Well, I think I said at one point it turned out to be correct that um, the first team that scores you knew was going to win. The defense was just. It didn't play out exactly like I thought because they got the touchdown on the first. The Jets got the touchdown on the. Uh, opening drive in the second half, but ultimately they still, I think had the advantage at that point. Oh yeah. The first, yeah. The first half definitely felt like soccer, you know, with the world cup, like it was like one, nothing like, you know, the bills, like we're going to like run around the crowd just went wild. Like, as if like, you know, I've always said like seven, nothing's like one, nothing in, uh, 
it's a one nothing in soccer, but it's probably actually more like 0.5 to nothing. But uh, yeah, let's get, let, let's uh, get into the second half because all yes. of a sudden things started to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think we have all the momentum. They just kind of, uh, you know, the third and longs. It was it was a huge huge story of today. Mm-hmm. The Jets' offense was like more than good on third and long. The yeah. Bills offense was atrocious, which you can also reverse those to the Bills defense was not good on. Interesting Stop. thing, the Jets were uh, the Jets were the uh the Bills were two and twelve, two for twelve on third down conversions, and both were uh the same drive that they got the two third. And then they didn't wind up scoring on that drive. They ended up, I think, punting wow. when they were almost in field goal range. Yeah. Uh at one point that was the thing that I'd written down. I think I mentioned this to you for the whole story that I said, I, I wrote something down and I hope I can say it on the, uh, on the podcast. Um, but I thought that that third down conversion, if they could convert that third down, that that would be the game that would be, would set the tone for the rest of the game. And <laughs> then they got in immediately. Allen had the huge sack, uh, to go to second and 19, I think. And, uh, then they came back and there was another third and long, and I thought, okay, well, if the Bills make this, this will be a good thing for the Bills. Um, and it didn't wind up being an embarrassing thing. And it might have been, you know, ultimately, Butterfly flaps its wings and there's a hurricane in another place. It might have eventually led to to the win. But, um, but yeah, the third down, really, when you think about the fact that the third down conversions were both in that same drive that didn't lead to a score, that really kind of makes it that much more stark. That the, the the troubles we had on third down, and oh, how amazing sure. it was that we were able to pull this game off. Uh, oh yeah, and especially you know, uh, like the second half was just like a little uh, more interesting than we would like. Of course, you know, <laughs> we're we're, d- we're done with the close fun games. We just like we like the show. We like the blowouts. One big thing in the second half, McK- McKenzie. Uh, the drops they're getting to be too much. He it's almost getting they're to back. Be too much. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a liability, you know. Davis has Dave Gabe Davis has a lot of drops, uh, but you know we definitely forgive him because he makes huge plays. Well, I was almost hitting the point where I don't know if you remember back uh, when Thurman Thomas said that he if Scott Norwood would miss another field goal or extra point, he would have been dropped off somewhere over North Dakota. Um, and I almost <laughs> felt that way with Gabe Davis. When like the the thing that he's done amazing that made me think okay this is a special guy was in that Colts game the Colts playoff game where in that mm-hmm. one drive he showed just how aware he is how spatially aware he is on the field and he's just the king of what Nate Burleson calls the uh, toe drag swag mm-hmm. and when I saw him and there's been a couple games like a couple things like this where he there was a catch where he almost got it but he had the one foot out. In the uh, in the ultimate thing, I'm feeling like, oh dear, uh, is he broken in all different ways? But I have this feeling now that after he got the two catches later on in the game, uh, mm-hmm. that I think that might put him back on track. And I have a feeling that against the Dolphins, maybe we might oh, see yeah. one of those typical Gabe Davis games where mm-hmm. he just breaks out and like 200 yards and four touchdowns, maybe. So absolutely, yeah. No, I'm all about uh, you know McKenzie is just such a great Buffalo figure. You know, yeah. I want him to. Uh, oh know, yeah, I want him to be successful. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one thing I got to say, like Khalil Shakir, no catches, but had a very influential uh, draw on a uh, yeah play. So it's like him, even like kind of like yeah, he was a little. He may, he may have even been a little more effective than uh, 
yeah. you know, McKenzie a bit today. Uh, it's balancing we, the Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Oh yeah, no, sorry. So good. Uh, quickly, we got to get to uh, Tyler Bass making <laughs> Bassomatic. Bassomatic, yes. Yeah. Two huge field goals in. Uh, we haven't even mentioned how disgusting the conditions were in Buffalo. It's becoming yeah. a common thing in Buffalo, like from like pretty much late October to at the end of the year. It's, uh, I think it was, yeah. You know, the second field goal was the one where I was sort of sitting there. It was almost, I was taking bass for granted until I realized what he had actually done mm-hmm. uh, was that I, I sort of lost track of where we actually were on the field. So I, I thought it was a much easier field goal than it actually was. But then you realize that it was a 49 yard field goal and you looked at the conditions and how windy it was. Um, it, it can't be underestimated. And it got them to a point where they were 20. You know, you, you felt like they could score at that point. You felt like oh, okay, yeah. we can, we can get to at least a certain point. And even if the Jets defense can be stifling, we can find as a good offense, we can find a way, a way to score. Absolutely. And it was also the fact that that field goal, it didn't seem to be like, Ooh, it kind of swayed. And then the wind brought it in. It was just like, it seemed like that ball was kicked so hard to cut right through that. Yeah. Wind. It was insane. And then, uh, <laughs> That brought us. That brings us to uh, 20, 20 to seven. Feeling very good there, you know. <laughs> almost just like yeah. Now we just need to run the clock out. Blocked punt. Yeah. It was just like womp womp. <laughs> that whole and, drive was just. That was one of those. Okay. Well, there's um, John Boys of uh, of SB Nation does a great thing on the worst drive ever that led to all these different things like Andy Reid becoming a coach of KC and. I forget mm-hmm. who the coach of the Jets losing their job. And it's this whole long thing where they just keep going backwards. And that drive just felt like that kind of just damning drive that could theoretically change the game. You got a false start. Oh, yeah. It's something we've seen before. And it was just, yeah, like, ah, it was just so just way too disheartening. But also I was thinking it could be worse. It's like, we're going to have a better chance to uh, punt it. Like, better chance to push them back further and it's like maybe that'll you know if they come away with no points which they ended up doing uh it's almost like a wash as if you gave up a it's like you gave up a field goal with one less point yeah yeah next is that next drive to get it at half half field and the d-line of course like the, there's not uh, we can't talk enough about the d-line today yeah from yeah yeah the Jets were down Alo Tucker, and they lost, I think, uh, Fant midway through the game. Oh, but yeah. even like so. <laughs> it was like across the board, Oliver, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Oliver is definitely one of my personal favorites. It's yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's becoming everyone's personal favorite. Uh, Daquan Jones, the guy we had never heard of before we signed him in the offseason, he has just been like a complete uh, superstar. He might be. I mean, if Vaughn hadn't got hurt, he would be the second one. But he might, at this point, he might end up being the best offseason acquisition we have because he makes everyone around him better. Early in the season, he was drawing the uh, double teams, yet still had one of the better um, pass rush win ratios in the league. Uh, there's, I don't know if you've seen those little uh, diagrams, uh, little uh, XY axis things, where they'll show all the players around, and you can see both double teamed. And uh, winning pass rush uh, ratio, both in the upper right-hand quarter, almost near Micah Parsons, but not quite Micah Parsons, because Micah Parsons is playing with Lawrence Taylor level. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's uh, Mike, Micah Parsons already, like, he's making his case for the Hall of Fame, like, being a, yes. season, <laughs> and a, a season and a half into the NFL. But, yeah, like, for the defensive line from, like, Shaq Lawson 
too. It seemed like an afterthought when they signed him. It was like Lawrence, uh, Lawrence, oh, Lawrence, oh, yikes, Lawrence Phillips. Um, uh, Phillips uh, called, um, he was just like, ah, I'll come along, but uh, can my friend Shaq come to come back too? And I mean, for me at that time, you know, I wasn't excited about what he could bring to the football team, but I was excited that they were playing a Thanksgiving game and we could see them again doing the eating thing. And it was more like Shaq Lawson's attitude. But the last three or four games, Shaq Lawson has been on fire. I mean, beyond just the sack we saw in this game, he's stopping oh, yeah. the run. He's, yeah. Oh, he's always been an overachiever with us. It, it, yeah. It's always felt, you know, it's, uh, no, it's just been absolutely, you know, fantastic. I mean, it, like, and he just, like, crushed, absolutely crushed Mike White. <laughs> you got to say, like, we got to, you know, as much as we love the Bills here, we have to give credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike White, he came on the losing end. He absolutely, like, Mike, Mike White was resilient as hell this game. Yeah, definitely better than the last time we played him where we got yeah. the four interceptions in. Just, uh, you know, the, I was getting, starting to get a little tired because – uh, Michael White comes out, has a great game, two games before playing the Bills. And it's, sorry, you, I'm in New York. Uh, we're both in New York. We're getting uh, all this. I'm listening to the fan on the way to work. And I keep hearing all this stuff. Mike White is going to save the Jets. He's bringing them back. He can do this. It, 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 he does things that Zach Wilson can't possibly do. Uh, mm-hmm. He steps in and gets the ball to them perfectly right on there on the net numbers. And I'm thinking, we've heard this story before. And it was the Bills who mm-hmm. stopped the story before exactly, and yeah. when are the bill is going to get credit for stopping the for being a team that can yeah. stop mike white and it's like okay we're going to repeat this and we're going to do this again are we yeah. my, my, mike white seems to be this great story especially for a guy who's played what like six six games in his nfl career yeah yeah and promo you know yeah. mr qb critique um talk talking about him as this guy who he thinks you know he, he did say he did tone it down to the point where he's not saying he's going to be elite, but he's saying that he's showing that he belongs in the league and will at the very least have a job for the rest of his career after oh, this yeah. stint. And oh, that I think absolutely. is fair. And he impressed me a lot more. He, I, I came in kind of scoffing at Mike White and kind of holding myself back mm-hmm. for superstition uh, to not say, you know, like, okay, we're going to destroy Mike White. We've done this before. Uh, but even in a game where I think we held Mike White back, he showed me that he is an NFL quarterback, and mm-hmm. I have to give him respect. I really do. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And he comes back in for the uh, like third third time in the game. Oh my so, god! That's what I'm sort of sitting here like. Yeah. How are they yeah. not going to? <laughs> I know, yeah. And it's like you know, you know, that's the last drive. They get they get the ball back. You know, almost to end the game. Bam, bam, bam. Fourth down. Uh, another guy. I believe it was. It was a little hard to tell. Uh, I think Terrell Dotson. I think he was the one who swatted the. Oh, uh, oh I love to see that. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we we walk away with the uh, twenty to twelve victory. And next week, we go on to the Miami Dolphins. Oh boy! <laughs> Saturday night. It's uh, you know th- this game is pretty much the AFC East championship. Yeah. What do you sure. see? Uh, what do you see next week? Well, I see it's a th- I'm going to get worried because I think the Dolphins are a very good team, but there's a lot of factors that the, the Dolphins are really going through a ringer right now. Um, they had to play two games on the West Coast, and they'll be coming back with a shorter rest than we had. 
Uh, and in the first game that they played, Tua Tungabiola, who has been looked really good this year, uh, they got pressure on him. The 49ers were able to put some pressure on him. And that's the thing that I've always kind of noticed with him is I don't think that he has quite come past that yet. He looks like he is on the verge of going to the upper echelon. But he, um, but despite that, uh, you know, I still think he can be, he hasn't proven that he can't be rattled and taken out of his game. And the Absolutely. Bills have a good defense for doing that. I'm curious to see what happens tonight. I would love for there to be a two-game cushion. Um, but I mean, the Dolphins are a weird team because you've got all that those good players on offense. Um, I'm very glad that uh, Ty, that uh, White is back, even though he looked a little slowed down in this game uh, against Hill and against um, mm-hmm. against Waddle. Uh, yeah, he's a, a good. Uh, but we match up well with Gesicki these days, where we didn't before. That's why he used to kill us all the time. Mm-hmm. But the defense also that defense confounds me because there's so many good players on that defense yet oh, it sure. still seems Absolutely. their weak spot it still seems you've got you I mean you've got uh howard you've got um byron jones you've got um you know that they just brought in uh bradley chubb right that's mm-hmm. it, oh, it's yeah. uh, it, it feels like this defense it's parts should be that that's what scares me a little bit but i also have a feeling that the dolphins are a young team or young at least to winning team that hasn't really been tested. I think this is the point where hopefully mm-hmm. I think the bills can come in with that great advantage, but if they start slowly and have two or three bad drives, a couple turnovers, I do worry that that momentum could shift very fast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. it's um, we're going to, we're going to have to play better offensively than we have the past two games. Definitely. If the defense, if the defense plays like it has the past two games, I almost feel pretty confident. It's, I'm looking uh, for Ed Oliver and Gregory Rousseau to be in the back. I think Duquan Jones is going to be a big part of it. If they can get Tua onto the run, um, and if you've got Edmonds in the middle, sort of kind uh, blocking the idea of, of Hill getting those short passes and taking them, making them 20, 30, 40 yard plays, mm-hmm. uh, and you've got White also cutting them off for the long pass. I feel like we matched up very well with Miami's stellar offense, especially and, like taking away the long pass. That's their, that is definitely yeah. their strong game. Yeah. And if our defensive line can get to Tua, I think it can be a wrap. Uh, big thing is the offense. It's, you yeah. know, they have their moments, but it still seems like the offense is not at pre bye week level just yet. Yeah. And so you've got a tired team and a defense that has not been, overwhelming they've got to just basically go in there and take control of the game set the tone i think oh absolutely and, and uh i mean especially like we have the one game on them the tiebreaker um we can definitely do ourselves a huge favor by winning this game and it's also it's the dolphins me and you we've hated the dolphins since uh as long as we can remember with all the Patriots' success, you forget how much the Dolphins are the true rivals. Are the when we were good, they were the team that we had to battle that we would have to get past to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and we, like me and you are, we're of a certain age as opposed yeah. to some younger Bills fans who just think Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. I, yeah. I just still, I always even hated the Dolphins, like pre, <laughs> even uh, even post Brady. It's just, uh, I mean, because I had, I, for some reason, I have res- I respect for Brady, despite how much yeah, yeah. he, like, like, just killed me. And, like, even, like, 
you know, even like the cheating factor or whatever. Yeah. It was like the, the guy, the that guy is. owned it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a savvy cheat at least. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, uh, to respect the con, but I, uh, no, I, I feel, and I feel, you know, primetime game bills are like bills definitely show up for these games. It's not the team of old. Alan's a showman. Alan is a showman. That's, uh, one yeah. thing I've learned about him. I, I feel good. About, I feel good about the game. A little nervous. One great thing is we walked away with no injuries today. That yeah, Bates is Bates yeah. might be one to keep an eye out for. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't think he came back to the game, but it didn't sound like it was a serious injury. But oh yeah, yeah. And, I don't uh, like Van Roden at uh, <laughs> yeah at right guard, it's, uh, but um, oh, yeah, and it's, it's not too, too well to oh yeah. Too. But tonight, tonight is definitely a night to celebrate. Yes. And uh, tomorrow, uh, I do believe we will start the, uh, you know, nail biting and yeah, you know, pressure seeking. You know, from our, you know, from our seats, we have we have no control. You Hopefully, know, the Chargers can step up and uh, win tonight. Fantastic. Yeah. I just, and then we don't even have to worry about we have a two game cushion. And oh uh, yeah. I still, still need to I win still. the game, but it would be nice to have that pressure off to not even have I, to think. Yeah, I still just want to kick the piss out of the Dolphins, regardless of what happens. Oh yeah, no. And I think Dolphins' Twitter uh, presence is kind of uh, making itself known and making new villains out of the Dolphins, yeah. the younger Bills fan yeah. base. Well, it, well, it's good. It's good that they're good now, so they actually have a uh, you know chance to make themselves vocal. We're we're vocal no matter what. That's who we are, <laughs> and. Uh, Jason, uh, until next time, thank you so much for being the first guest on Buffalo Bills or Bust. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun talking Bills. Absolutely. Thanks again, man. And uh, look forward to having you on again. Uh, I would love it. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Have a great night. Go Bills. Absolutely. Uh, once again, I have to thank my uh, guest, Jason Thurston, my good buddy. Always a pleasure to talk Bills with him. Good win today. Not the uh, most ideal win, but a win is a win is a win is a win. Win by 30, you can win by one. And that's uh, how we do here in Buffalo. Thank you so much for tuning in. And let's go, Buffalo! Thanks again for listening to Buffalo Bills or Bust. Remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment. And let's go, Buffalo! Buffalo Bills or Bust has been a Samurai Dinosaur production, copyright 2023.